0: Kroger Tenderay Beef. No other beef so fresh can be so tender. Presents Hearts in Harmony, transcribed. Ladies, isn't it a grand and glorious thrill to hear the family praise a special dinner of yours? Of course it is. And you can bet that compliments will come fast and furious every time you serve Kroger quality beef. What a tasty treat. Tender? Yes, ma'am. Delicious? Yes, sirree. Why, it's just brimming with flavory, rich juices with delicious tenderness. Just think what a wonderful thrill it'll be for you to surprise your family with a thick, juicy steak or a crusty brown roast of beef. Or perhaps the folks at your house go for savory beef stew or boiled beef with horseradish. Well, no matter what main dish you choose, you'll find the delightful goodness of Kroger Quality Beef will please the entire family. Remember, Kroger Quality Beef is carefully selected from the best beef on the market today. And not only is it the best grade of beef available, it's also priced for real thrift. So be sure to visit your Kroger store soon, the only place you can buy it and get Kroger quality beef. It's deliciously tasty and tender, and it's available now at your Kroger store. Now, hearts in harmony. Freddie Lang and Nora's father, Paul, need $3,000 before the railroad will release the herd of cows they have bought for their dairy. All they have so far is $700. While Freddie is running around town trying to borrow the missing $2,300, Penny visits with her employer, Mrs. Carrie Carlton.
3: So far, Miss Gibbs, everything has worked out perfectly. Oh, I'm glad of that, Mrs. Carlton. So am I, but I'm not surprised. Up to now, everything has been rather easy. And things are going to be more difficult from now on? Yes, my dear. We're now going to take our first important step. Well, that sounds exciting. It'll be more than exciting if anything goes wrong, Miss Gibbs. So I want to caution you to use extreme care from now on. I'll do my best, I know you will. And I want to caution you again. Secrecy is vital to success. No one must know what you're doing or for whom you're doing it. It's most important. I realize that, Mrs. Carlton. But do you realize why this must be done in secret? Well, it's getting to be rather obvious. Good. I was hoping I wouldn't have to explain. Now, here's an envelope. Mm -hmm. Take it and put it in your purse. All right. And no matter what you do, Miss Gibbs, don't lose it. Well, what's in the envelope, Mrs. Carlton? Or shouldn't I ask? Look inside it. It's not sealed. All right. Well... It's money. Don't look so startled, my dear. It's not all the money in the world. It's just $5,000. Five 5000 But I'm glad you're in awe of it. It's a very important $5,000. It's worth ten. No, a hundred times that much to me right now. Oh, it is a great deal of money. It's going to do a great deal of work. Now, close your purse and keep it closed until you get home. Yes, of course I will. Now you'll want to know what to do with the money. Mm-hmm. Listen very carefully, then. All right. You saw three men for me last week, didn't you? Yes, I did. The third man you saw, the elderly man from Ashton, agreed to do what you asked. Isn't that so? Yes, although he was a little reluctant about it. He has a reason to be, my dear. He's being asked to do a rather difficult thing. I see. No, I doubt if you do see, really. I haven't yet told you all you'll need to know about this, but I have a reason. I'm sure you do. I do. I don't think you should be burdened with too much at once. Either too much responsibility or too much knowledge that must remain secret. Let it suffice to say, I am, through you, asking this third man you saw to do a difficult and perhaps dangerous thing. I feel he should be amply paid for his risks and be paid in advance. Well, then, this money is for him. Yes, it is. And let me tell you this. That man is very suspicious. He has reasons to be, which we won't go into at the moment. This afternoon, I want you to go to see him without the money, tell him you have the money, and want to give it to him. Well, when do I promise him the money? Day after tomorrow. But first, you'll have to convince him you have it. He'll ask a great many questions about it, where you got it, how you knew he wants it, and so forth. But I'm not to tell him I got it from you, am I? Oh, heaven to know, Miss Gibbs. That would be a mistake so serious, it may well ruin our entire plan. We must never know where you got the money. No one must ever know where you get your money, your information, or anything. My name must never be mentioned, not under any circumstances, no matter how much difficulty silence gets you into. I can never tell anyone. Well, what if the police should enter into it? Miss Gibbs... I said my name should never be mentioned. Very well. And the police need not be problem to you, my dear, unless you bungle what you will have to do with others. I'll try not to make any mistakes. I trust you won't. See this man this afternoon. Tell him you have $5,000 for him, which you will give him at his convenience the day after tomorrow. Then be prompt in delivering the money to him. That will give him confidence in you. He'll begin to trust you more readily. And then we can begin to go to work. Well, if he doesn't want the money, Mrs. Carlton, then what? He'll want the money. He'll need this and a great deal more if he's to do what we ask him. Am I to ask him to do anything more when I give him the money? No. Tell him this is for being agreeable and open to further suggestions. Watch his face when you tell him that. Then come back and give me a report. His attitude these days is most important for the future... You understand what you're to do? Yes, Mrs. Carlton, I think I do. Very well. We'll go ahead accordingly. But please keep in mind the importance of secrecy, for it's vital to what we're planning to do. Hey,
2: Kibbsy, is that you? Yes, Bertie, what are you doing home? I'm oh, just resting. My feet feel like they ought to be in a home for aged dogs. I've been stepping on them all over town.
1: Any luck in getting the money?
2: No, I didn't get a dime, Gibbsy. Not even a promise of one. Oh, that's too bad, Freddie. Worse than bad. Old man Williams got a note from the railroad today with a bill for keep and feed. And they're going to send the herd for sale somewhere else if we don't kick in with the dough in a couple of days.
1: Well, why do they do that?
2: Well, it ain't the railroad's fault, Gibbsy. It's the guy who owns the cattle. You see, Mr. Williams promised him the dough right away, and he's sore because he ain't getting
1: it. Mm Mm-hmm. I see. Well, uh, how much do you need, Freddie? Wasn't it $2,300?
2: Yes, that's what it was. Now it's more, with the feed bill from the railroads.
1: And that's getting bigger every day, isn't it?
2: Yeah. And the doors on our dairy are closing tighter every day. Oh, Gibbsy, I, I knew all this was just too good to happen to me. It would happen for just a measly $2,300, too. That keeps our dairy from opening. Oh,
1: Freddie, I wish I had the money. I'd give it to you outright.
2: I wish I had it, too, Gibbsy. But I wouldn't let you give it to me. be strictly alone. Or, uh, I guess we could give you a hunk of the dairy for it.
1: You know, um, if you offered a percentage of your dairy, I know someone I could get the money from. If you wanted to own part of your company.
2: Yeah, Gibbsy who?
1: Mrs. Carlton.
2: Oh, Lady Carlton, nothing doing, Gibbsy. I don't want no part of that thing. Look, Freddie,
1: if you need the money so badly, i do I don't need see the wh- money
2: like I need air. But I ain't needing either one so bad that I'd go to anybody like that Carlton dame to get it.
1: Freddie, don't you think you ought to consider Mr. Williams, too? He stands to lose as much as you do if you don't get the money for the herd.
2: Well, he don't want any part of the Carlton dough either. How do you know? Because I asked him.
1: When did you ask him?
2: This morning. She gives you see, Gibsy, I sort of figured that maybe you'd offer to go to her for the dough, and... Well, thanks just the same. Me and Mr. Williams, we don't want her kind of dough. Or the kind of dough that maybe we could have squeezed out of Madeline Dodge. Oh, I
1: don't know why you feel that way, Freddie.
2: Money's money. Yeah, money is a lot of things besides money, Gibbsy. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. You have to say thanks for some dough and scrape your nose on the ground for some dough. And old man Williams and me, we ain't even gonna curtsy for Carlton dough or dough for Madeline Dodge.
1: All right, Freddie, but if you change your mind, then... No,
2: no, me and Mr. Williams will close up the dairy first. Thanks for the offer, though, Gibbsy. Ah, uh, I'll see you later on, though. I think I'm going to see if I can hit the prof up for a few bucks.
1: You think he'll have the whole $2,300? No,
2: nah, I doubt if He's got 23 cents. I'm going to give him a try just the same, though. Want me to answer that for you, Gibson? Oh, no, thanks, Freddie. I'll get it. Uh, you go see Professor Rogers and tell him
1: I said hello, will you? Yeah,
2: sure thing. So long.
1: Bye.
3: Oh, my God. Hello? Hello. Miss Gibbs, please. This is Miss Gibbs. Oh, Miss Gibbs, this is Carrie Carlton. Hello,
1: Mrs. Carlton.
3: My dear, our plans are slightly changed.
1: Oh, I'm not to see this man this afternoon. No,
3: see him tomorrow instead. I want you to get right up here and see me first. I've decided to tell you a few things. All right. And I want you here at once, right away. Do you understand?
1: Yes, I'll be there right away.
3: Be sure that you are. It takes five minutes for you to drive from your home to mine. See that you are here in that time.
1: I'll leave right away, Mrs. Carlton.
3: Splendid. Goodbye. Goodbye.
1: Oh, golly, the door's better. Just a minute, I'm coming. Hello, Penny? Johnny. Oh, Johnny. Surprise! Oh, golly, yes, what a surprise. Come on in.
4: Well, I, I was wondering if I was welcome.
1: Oh, you know you are. Oh, when did you get back in town?
4: About an hour ago. Flattered?
1: Mm-hmm, I should say so. Well, then say it. Oh, I'm flattered, how's that? Perfect. <laughs> Oh, Johnny, let me look at you. Well, oh, what
4: for? I look exactly the same.
1: No, no, you don't. You're tanned and you look rested.
4: Well, I loafed and was out in the sun a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt a little guilty doing it, but I just couldn't resist.
1: Oh, so you had a nice long rest, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, why didn't you write and tell me you were coming back so soon?
4: Well, I didn't know I was coming back so-so. I, I saw a plane flying overhead yesterday, and I imagined it was heading in this direction, <laughs> but all of a sudden I oh. had an urge to come and see you.
1: Oh, you you mean that you had an urge to come home and go back to work, don't you?
4: Uh-uh. I meant what I said and said what I meant. I wanted to see you. Mind?
1: No, Johnny, I don't mind. I- I'm glad. Oh, Johnny, I look forward to seeing you. I hope so. Penny, Penny, you look tired. Oh, I, I am. I'm working, you know. You are? Hmm? Where? Well, I'm not supposed to tell, but... Freddie and Nora and Professor Rogers and Nora's father know, so I suppose you might just as well, too. But, Johnny, mm-hmm. don't say anything to anyone about it.
4: Don't say anything? Say mm-hmm. So what is this?
1: Well, it's just a job, Johnny. A very interesting one. I'm working for Carrie Carlton.
4: Carrie Carlton? Who's she?
1: Oh, a very wealthy woman who lives out in Glen Cove.
4: Carlton? Glen Cove? Mm-hmm. You don't mean that old recluse who who lives in that ugly castle, do you? Yeah,
1: the big stone house. Oh, but, Johnny, please don't tell me that she's a cruel and mean old lady, because she's not. Oh,
4: she's not? No. Well, well, she's the most hated person in the state.
1: Who hates her? Why, everyone. Who knows? Well, no one, really. Well, then how has anyone the right to hate her? Oh, Johnny, please don't start taking her apart. Look, the stories that you hear about her just aren't true. No. Well, well, I. Let's I... not talk about her. I'd much rather talk about you. Gemini's you nice trip.
4: Mm-hmm. How's
1: California? Oh,
4: fine, fine. What I, what I saw of it. But let's not talk about California or the trip or anything. I'm forgetting all that now and thinking only of today and tomorrow and the future.
1: Oh, I'm glad to hear it, Johnny.
4: I hope you are, Penny. Because you're the only one I remember from the past who has a place in what I call my future.
0: What effect will Johnny Keith's return to Rossville have on Penny's life? And will Carrie Carlton reveal some of her strange and mysterious secrets to Penny? Be sure to listen to the next dramatic episode of Hearts in Harmony. Lady, we'd like to have a private word with you. There's something important we want you to know about beef. It's this. The best beef that's available on today's market is Kroger quality beef. Yes, Kroger quality beef is deliciously tender and juicy. And it's your own 100% correct answer to what shall I have for dinner. Now is the time to serve the dinner that's sure to please everybody. Now is the time to thrill your folks with a delicious beef dinner. Surprise them by serving boiled beef with a tangy horseradish sauce to enhance the goodness of savory meat. Delight them with roast beef that's crusty brown and juicy red. Or satisfy those vigorous appetites with a magnificently thick steak. Soon as you can, visit your Kroger store and get Kroger quality beef. Remember, Kroger quality beef is the very best beef you can buy today. Now, your local announcer.